You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to the 2017 Winter Meetings. I'm Danny Wexelman with Mark Sheldon, who covers the Reds for MLB.com. What's going on, Mark? What's up, Danny? How you doing? Fantastic. We're here in Orlando. It's very sunny. It's a little chilly outside, so we're, we're nice and warm inside. That's right. We're hoping that the hot stove heats up a little bit I mean, for the Reds, too, right? A little mind, a little more action, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to answer some questions today. I'm going to start things off with you, Mark, and talk about Billy Hamilton and his trade value. Yeah. He's stolen 56 bases every year since 2014. Yes. He's a little inconsistent at the plate. Very so much I'm, so. I'm wondering, <laughs> where, where does he fit? How much value does he have to another team? See, that's one thing that's kind of hard to gauge for other teams. The Reds value him because of his speed, yeah. which also means he has a great defense. He's a, an elite center fielder, probably one of the best in the game, even though he's never won a gold glove. He's one of the best center fielders in the game, and they really do value that for pitchers ERA with a young pitching staff that gives up a lot of hits and runs. He gives them a lot more outs than they may have otherwise had, so that's very important to them. Now, when you look at baseball wide, his, his – uh, lack of success of getting on base as a leadoff hitter is a ding. So mm -hmm. some teams may not value him that way uh, as much as the Reds do. But I think the Reds will ask for a lot to get a return. He's uh, arbitration eligible for the next two years. He doesn't make a lot of money. Obviously, free agency's coming. But they, uh, the Reds very badly need him to become part of their offense if, he's, if they keep him. But if they move him, they need to find a center fielder mm -hmm. that could replace his, uh, his defense because no one else can do what he can do. If you guys have questions on Facebook, make sure you put those in the comments. We're going to answer those in a second. But another question for you, Mark, we're going to talk about that outfield. It's a crowded outfield in the corners. You've yeah. got Adam Duvall, Scott Shebler, Jesse Winker. It's crowded out there. What's the red solution to that? Well, they have a couple ways they could go. The do-nothing solution is they keep all the guys in Hamilton in part of that mix as well and just do a rotation of four outfielders for three spots. Uh, Brian Price could play them all approximately 120 games and have one of their better hitters uh, power hitters off come off the bench and either Duvall or Shebler and then have Winker be as a, an occasional bench guy. Mm -hmm. But the more attractive possible option is to have Winker play every day and trade someone like Duvall or Shebler. And uh, Duvall especially may be a little bit more of a guy that might be, attract some interest because he plays really well defensively. He's hit 30 homers the last two years. He's been an all-star. Uh, he's got a little bit more of a reputation and he's also controllable. He does not hit arbitration until next year. Okay. So uh, that that does give the teams that are looking to save some money but have a big bopper in their lineup uh, some an attractive piece. And that way the Reds could get Winker into left field or right field and have him playing every day because they really think that he's earned uh, the opportunity to be an everyday player. Uh, he did it in the second half last year. He hit very well. He actually exceeded expectations in some ways, especially uh, with his power. Uh, his time is now. All right. And speaking of that, the youth movement that yeah. the Reds have going on, they had the youngest opening day roster last season, and that's not changing anytime soon. That's the way that they're going. Yeah. So what, how does that benefit them in the long run? Well, they were able to give a lot of these guys the last couple of years that, that while they've been out of contention, they've been rebuilding, uh, especially this past season, they were able to give a lot of uh, major league exposure to some younger guys. Mm -hmm. uh, you saw Luis Castillo jump from double-A to the major leagues. He became one of their best pitchers as a, and now is a lock for the 2018 rotation. We saw Sal Romano, Robert Stevenson, Tyler Molly uh, get exposure, and they're, they're on the inside track. And then you have guys like Amir Garrett, Cody Reed, uh, Jackson Stevens that are all kind of there. And That's uh, exciting for the Reds, right? This yeah. is this I mean, is that's great what they, they're trying to build for then. And then, of course, in the waiting in the wings is their number one prospect, Nick Senzel, who could very well make the team out of spring training. He's uh, going to go to his first big league camp. Uh, he's blocked at third base by Eugenio Suarez, also a young player. 
and they're going to let him look at second base shortstop in the corner outfield spots. So there's, uh, there's a lot that Reds fans can see on the horizon maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe next season is not a contending year, but they feel that they, they don't have to do a whole lot here because they like the young roster they have. All right, let's talk about Senzel for a second. You guys are sending in your questions on Facebook. Keep those coming in. Jason says, or um, excuse me, uh, yeah, Jason says, if Reds extend Suarez and plans would be to keep him at third, yeah. where does Senzel fit into the picture? Well, they'll have to obviously find a spot for him. We've talked about the corner outfield being crowded, and Senzel would be obviously another body to uh, have yeah. out there, so they have to figure that out. Uh, at second base, they have Scooter Jeanette, who blew up the, the scene last year with you know over 25 homers and had the four-homer game, but he's not a lock necessarily for the whole you know long-term future. Right. So he could play second, and a lot of people think Senzel can play shortstop if need be. He did it in college. He also played second in college. He never played the outfield, so there's options. It's one of those situations. If you can hit, they will find a place for you to play. All right. How about from Daryl? Any chance to trade for Yelich or Osuna? No. No. Just straight no. No. Not happening. I, I don't see it happening. Uh, I, I just think the amount of prospects the Reds would have to give up. If they were about to contend yeah. and maybe they were going to be going for the NL Central, I'd be a little bit more uh, open to that. In, in, I think they'd be more open to that. Yeah. But I don't see that, no. Okay. I like this question from Pam who asks, what is your projected starting rotation for 2018? That's a tough question, but... Uh, I'll give it a shot. Okay. I think uh, you'll, you'll have de- uh, among the veterans, Homer Bailey and Anthony DiScalfani, no particular order, Luis Castillo, Sal Romano, uh, and Robert Stevenson, I think I'll make the top five. All right. I think Brandon Finnegan probably gets in the bullpen, and then some of these other guys will also fall into the bullpen. Okay, that's a great question, Pam. And we're going to talk about the bullpen because Ryan wants to know, how will the Reds solidify their struggling bullpen? His words, not mine. Well, it was struggling lotly because they, uh, the, the rotation had the least number of innings last year, among the least number of innings, so the bullpen got really overworked. They yeah. only have really two locks coming back in Rysel Iglesias as the closer, unless he's traded, and uh, left-hander Wandy Peralta. Uh, they're going to let Michael Lorenzen try out for the rotation as well. He's going to have a chance. Okay. And so they need to find maybe a veteran or two that can, that can fill in, but they also have some of the starters that won't make the rotation be in the bullpen. Okay. And then... Um, you know, they'll have to just kind of, you know, see what they can get out there. They have guys like Kevin Shackelford they liked, Ariel Hernandez. There's a young guy named Jimmy Herget in the system that they thought did pretty well at AAA. Uh, those guys will have chances at the bullpen, too. But I think they would like to have an experienced guy to come in and can kind of do all the roles. Sure. Not necessarily uh, one particular setup role or anything like that. Fans are interested in who this team is going to get. So Jeff wants to know, what about Machado? Any interest? No. No, it's a no again. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry, no, no. Jeff. I'm sorry about that. Okay, Dave. Dave wants to know, are there any veteran players that the Reds could target? Since this is such a youth movement, it's important to have those guys there, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if anyone specific. The one name that I, I wouldn't forget about is Zach Hozard, who's their own free agent. That's right. Uh, they're going to let him see the market and see what they can get. I, I, think, I don't think he'll come back, but right now uh, 23-year-old uh, Jose Peraza is slated to be the everyday shortstop. But I think if somehow Cozart was able to come back to them in a way, they would gladly take him back, have okay. a veteran. They loved his presence. They loved having him on the team. They have a donkey. They have a donkey ready to Yeah, he's got his pet donkey. He doesn't have to move it. And uh, it, it would be good for the team, but it may not be what he wants. I think he'd like to go to a team that can contend, but I would not give up on Zach Cozart just yet. Okay, we have our last question. This is from Scott. He wants to know, who do you like as a sleeper to make the roster? Wow. I don't know if he's considered a sleeper, but Senzel's got a definitely a long shot chance. I think they expect him to start in AAA. Okay. I would say he's a sleeper. Uh, man, I mean, Tyler Molly's probably, I don't know if he's considered a sleeper because he's a top, one of the top pitching prospects, but I'd say one of those two guys can make the team, and that'd be pretty interesting. All right, awesome. I'm Danny Wexelman. This is Mark Sheldon from MLB.com. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys.